Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. She's camp. She's a total slag. And she's, of course, hodgepodge. She's Vinegar Strokes. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> Can you believe it? Back, back, back again. I'm back. I mean, I'm shocked that you've asked me back. You know, I think the first one, you know, the first one, I think, was, was a massive success. Was it? Was lots of hits? Or... It was a massive <laughs> success. Of Fabulous. course. It was, and it was one of my own personal favourites because I still, to this day, um, no shade to anyone else, I think, uh, we've been doing the podcast over a year now. I don't think anyone else has made me actually cry with laughter during recording but you're the only person who's achieved that so far no pressure for today but no pressure for today i'm gonna i'm just gonna make you cry today cry with shame that's that's what i'm gonna do today just tell me all the horrible things about myself that should do it oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna belittle you in front of all the listeners and all the fans um We'll, yeah, we'll edit right. that out. No, but it was we were in we were in Q Bar last year. It was before they they've become our sponsors since then. Maybe you had something mm. to do with that. But we were upstairs, and you were telling me the story about um you coming down the runway um mm. the the day you were eliminated on Drag Race UK, mm. and how you were uh, crying down the runway, and that's when I started like to really crack up to the point where I became like I was yeah. kind of keeled over to be honest. I had, a, I had a full single tear because I knew that what I was wearing was the best, worst outfit to ever grace the drag race stage. <laughs> um, and, you know, you'd live it, learn it. I can sew now. Can you believe it? Oh, you're ready for all stars. Would you do all stars? Um, if someone gave me a call and said, come back and do this, I'll consider it. We'll see. I mean, yeah, probably. Like, if the, if the opportunity comes my way, obviously. But, like, you just never know. How many great queens have come off Drag Race America, for instance, and just haven't done All-Stars? Loads. So, yeah. how many terrible queens have done All-Stars? Loads. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Jeremy, you just never know what, what they're going to be cooking up in their little world of wonder brains. But, you know, if, if they offer the opportunity... Absolutely, but you, know, you just never know. Well, I think your chances are really high because I think, I imagine they're going to do a twist soon that involves, because there's so many franchises, we've got UK, Canada, uh, Holland. I feel like they're going to do a mixture of an All-Stars that has someone representing. And then... So like, so like, uh, like, like a Drag Race Eurovision. Yeah, exactly. And, and because Drag Race UK was a, f- a fairly short season compared to Americans, there aren't that many of you to choose from. And of the ones that yeah. didn't win, you're one of the ones who's doing like kind of the biggest things in the real world, which often they take into account in All Stars, don't they? They like people yeah, who are... Yeah, I think, I think, you know, if you come out and you, if you, if you hit the ground running, you're doing stuff, that always plays in favour. I don't know, though, because because a lot of people said there's, there's so many different theories. I think everyone's got their own kind of idea of what might happen. Um, I don't know if if because obviously if you look at it like there's there's RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, but the Canadian and the Holland one, uh, the Dutch one, is not RuPaul's. It's just Drag Race, Drag Race insert country. So I don't know if just for like a franchise wise, even though it's the same show, because obviously it's not RuPaul's. I don't know if they're going to be like, well, we we can only do um, like a Eurovision version of it if it's just the other franchises, like the other the other country. So, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Um, I mean, I'd love it to be uh, like, a, like a proper like UK All-Stars, um, just because I feel like there's there's, there's, there's going to be some great girls coming up in Season 2, um, from what I've heard, um, and I'm sure there'll be some on the third season as well, and I think after that, that could be a time when they might consider that. But again, it's all speculation, no one knows anything, <laughs> um, but at the same time, Everybody knows something about drag, so who, who knows? Who knows? We're all we'll experts. See. 
Um, I appreciate it, but I really appreciate that people um, have a lot of faith that old, old Vinny Strokes will make it onto an All Stars. Um, that, 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 I, I, I really appreciate that because it says a lot to what I've been doing since the show and how I've kind of evolved since the show. So yeah, it's cool. It's nice. Oh, I would put money on the fact that we haven't. Um, that wasn't the last time you were on Drag Race. I definitely think, uh, however it happens, I think you'll be back on the show at some point for sure. Oh, I feel like almost every queen who was on Drag Race. UK season one will end up returning at some point. I just have a feeling it was so iconic. Remember when I said, <laughs> um, like, um, how many how many bad queens have made it onto All Stars? Just just always bear that in mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to ask, obviously, this is a massive year for you guys who all went on the first season of Drag Race UK. And then obviously this year has been so weird for everyone. But do you, has it been kind of weird? Because this was meant to be, I guess, the year that you guys um, kind of really cashed in. Well, this this should have been the latter part of this year. Should have been the moment when we all died, you know. Season, season, season <laughs> oh, that's true. Come, There's a flip side season, to that, yeah. Season two should, should should have been announced in August, and then from that, um, all one by one, we would have all flitted into the wind and just become, you know, people who work in Greg's, you know. Um, <laughs> but like. Um, I think that the plus side of COVID for for our season one girls, uh, the ones who are working, um, it's 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 great that we've got that little bit of extra time just to kind of cash in on being um, UK Rue girls essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's been it's been a year. It's been like it feels like it feels like the show came out a hundred years ago to me now. Like it's it's been a it feels like a long time. It feels like a lot of stuff has happened. Um, it, it feels like I've been busier than I have been normally, even in lockdown. One point and even two point has been like a bit crazy as well. I've been fuming this whole week. Like it's it's the one week before I start rehearsals for my play, and I was like, "Great, I have a week off to do nothing." I've been so busy; it's been crazy. So, how was lockdown for you in terms of um, not just work, but just like how did you cope with it? Everyone has their so, own relationship with it. Yeah. So I was gutted when we first, obviously, when when we all kind of went into disarray, went into lockdown, but in that about March, March, yeah, that March, that March, I was absolutely gutted because I had so many, so many cool little gigs already booked, and I was, I was away in like, I was touring around Europe doing, doing bits of oh, like Latrice no. and Katia. Yeah, so I was working with with with, uh, with Katia, Latrice, a few other girls as well. So it was, so I was having a really good time just touring and that kind of stuff. Um, I had loads of gigs book, booked in around the UK and bits and pieces. I was planning to get, get a show ready for Edinburgh. Um, I was planning to get ready for DragCon in LA. So, so financially, there was a lot of amazing things that were coming up. Uh, creatively, there, there was a lot of things that I was planning that were, that were going to be coming up. And obviously in March, it was like, stop, you can't do anything. So I was like, great, this is really like, this is really not cool. But then I... I I mean, as I always do, um, like I have to look on, on the bright side of everything because that's that's all you can do, really, on, on most situations. You took their lemons, made them into lemonade. Yeah, made made it into fizzy piss. Um, it, was just, <laughs> it was just what I needed to do. So basically, what I did was, um, I was like, okay, cool. So we're in lockdown. I don't know what this lockdown actually is. I think you know, we've, this has never happened before. So it's like, what is a lockdown? What does that mean? How long is a lockdown? So, um, you know, when kind of realized it was going to be quite a long a long slog a long haul i was like okay cool so not just a I bit of a slog of, a total slog actually. a total slog mate oh that's good that's the girl <laughs> on <a> t-shirt um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's mine i'm taking that you consider much. it stolen can we, can we just dub my voice over just to say yeah i said that not you <laughs> um, so basically yeah so basically um i just i just kind of like first of all i just sat down and you know when you, you know when you're so busy that you don't actually yeah sure you're sitting down but your your brain's going over like ten miles an hour and I just sat on my sofa and I just went 
Oh, it's quite nice to be home, actually. It's quite nice to just sit and watch, watch a bit of telly and do nothing, actually. Um, and then I just was like, okay, if I'm going to spend all, all this time in my bedroom, I kind of looked at it, and at the time I had this really ugly orange wall which i thought was quite gorgeous i was like i'm gonna paint my room um, and i thought i'm gonna get all kind of you know lawrence new and bowen on the like probably like changing rooms on my on my room if, if, if any fans if any listeners are nodding at lawrence and bowen you're definitely over the age of 30 so, oh you so clocked like, me yes yeah that's why you know it's coming it's- back with davina mccall Oh, that's camp. Yeah, I want to watch that with, with, with a whistle. Poor um, Cam, Carol Smiley, yeah, she's been outed. But, but yeah. I know, poor Carol Smiley, but I want, um, instead, instead of a whistle, it's, it's, it's at your own vagina. Come on. <laughs> um, she just queefs, queefs and the game starts. Um, so Changing rooms. Ch- changing wombs, that's right. So, oh God, that's a bit, that's a bit dark. Sorry. Um, so, so I love it. Um, so I had this really ugly orange wall, which I thought was, was great at the time. I had to fool myself because everyone was telling me this is a shit wall. And I was like, it really is. So I painted hodgepodge. that wall with, oh, babe, beyond hodgepodge, just utter shite. Um, <laughs> that's what that was. So I ended up paint, painting that wall. I went for a good kind of off-white. That was gorgeous. And I was just, and I, and you know what else I started doing? I started painting canvases. So I was like, because I, I used to love when I was a kid. I was like, what I used to enjoy doing before drag, before before I became a grown-up, what did I actually enjoy doing? So I was like, I used to be really fucking good at painting. Let me paint something. So I started, so I ordered a whole bunch of canvases offline and that kind of stuff. And I just started, like, painting. And I honestly felt, like, mentally so good. Like, I think, I think it's so easy. I think a lot of people have had, like, a lot of... Um, you know, mental health moments during lockdown, which is understandable. You know, there's, there's a lot of stress, a lot going on, um, and kind of the fear, fear of the unknown, um, fr- frozen reference into now. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, and so I was just like, for me, painting, and I and I and I started like, I'll, I'll, I'll start sewing. I'll I'll learn how to sew, teach how to sew. I start doing that, just getting creative with my hands. Preparing for all stars, basically. Then learning to sew, yeah, pr- snatch game. <laughs> That's right, that's right. <laughs> Although, no, the performances were always going to be shit hard. It was just yeah, look. True. So we, we've got make, makeup's improved, looks are improved. Yeah, we're all good. I but think I, you're totally right, though. Like, I think doing stuff with your hands in lockdown, and I'm not trying to make a sex joke, like, that is oh, like that. that yeah, is the way to cope with it, is getting back I to almost being a child too. again. I spent the first two weeks probably drunk and just masturbating. That was literally that was literally my first two weeks of, of lockdown. And how is then that I different went, from your normal life? Was it? Um, well, it's it's <laughs> a, a, a once a day. It was like three times a day, and I was like, "Wow, I can't do this!" I know. I, I'm very, I'm very um, loaded. Anyway, is that why um, you call vinegar strokes? Um, kind of actually. Well, you yeah, know, that's I, the I, it's the name for what is it? What, what is it again? Yeah, cum face, so, that's it, yeah. So, so, so it's the pre-orgasmic face a man pulls just before he, um, he um, you know, mess, messes up the sheets. Do you know what I mean? Um, Ooh, we're educational on this show. We are educational oh, wait, in United Queendom. How, how rude is this podcast? I forget. Is, is it filth or is it, is it all right? It's filth. The only thing we edit out is... Um, uh, when I burp on air, which is quite often, and they don't all get edited okay. out, but that's not because of it's offensive. It's just because people don't really want to hear that. But everything yeah, else makes true. it in. Yeah. So you know, when a guy wants to glaze his his husband, or his wife, or or, or his glaze. Wife, his friend, <laughs> Yeah, glaze. Yeah, whoever, whoever the guy wants to glaze, that is <laughs> still that is the that is the name of it. So I was like, I, I was literally <laughs> glazing my glazing myself. I was going now. I was literally glazing myself. You're a crispy cream. I was. I, well. Custard cream, um, and I was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So I needed something else. That's why I, I started getting a bit more creative, painting my room, painting, um, painting canvases. I spent, I literally, I, dec- I redecorate. I'm looking at my room now. I got so much artwork, like just like from my Etsy and that kind of stuff. So I just kind of made my space somewhere I want to be for for the foreseeable future, which was great. So I spent, I spent a bit of cash, but fuck it, who cares? Um, and I just kind of survived lockdown and 
survive kind of mental breakdown just by getting creative and that was that was the way i i could do it you know for some people it might be cooking or baking or you know exercise or something like that you know and that and for me it was the it was the constant kind of like putting color into my day do you know what i mean well, I love that because a lot of people, yeah, like you say, struggled getting creative in lockdown. But yeah, it looks like you definitely didn't have a problem with that. And you just released a new song um, with your band, yes. The Morning Afters. And yes. I love it so much. I was just listening Thank to it earlier. You. So um, it's a cover of uh, the Kylie Minogue uh, camp classic, Can't Get You Out of My Head. Do you yes. want to tell, tell us a bit about how it came about? Yeah, so um, I I got a random email from this from these producers called uh, Twisted Twisted Noise Troupe, and they kind of they're like a they're like they're like a really cool like boutique like band vintage. Yeah. Vintage, yeah, but they they're kind of like a company who kind of put together. Um, Bespoke band, essentially. So, so, so they've got a oh, whole bunch of bands. I love that. Yeah, bespoke. So, I, so basically, I've been manufactured into a band. Essentially, I'm, I'm, I'm basically, a, I'm basically a Spice Girl now. Basically, that's, that's <laughs> what I am. Um, but they, they put together all, all these ideas for different bands. So they've got like a, they've, they've got like a trio of um, like Andrew sister type, like tight, tight harmony uh, singers. They've got like a girl, like um, girl, like a girl band. They've got all, all these different things. All these different to talk to bands and they, they emailed me saying hi um we saw you in jamie and you you worked with a couple of our friends who worked with jamie as well as as musicians um we, we're looking to put together a a brand new group a brand new band and we're looking for a, a, dra- a drag queen to front the band would you be interested in this or do you know anyone else who could be interested and i went i'm literally e- emailed back me being obnoxious there's no one else i'll do it <laughs> bag of Did chips is dead. Uh, it's me. Oh, yeah, bag of <laughs> chips is uh, sure. Um, so, I, so I was like, I'm absolutely doing this because my whole dream as a child was to be a front man for a band. But obviously, back in those days, if you were fat, you were never going to be a, 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 a pop star. So I was like, oh, come on, I'm just a bit chubby. Come on. So I, so it was always a dream of mine to actually have a band. And when I started doing drag, I would just say, oh my god, can you imagine doing drag with with, with like a full live band I, and I used to love like watching like um, Hedwig and be like oh my god this is so, I know I know it's a oh, musical yes. it's so it's so cool like, the, 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 the idea of a drag queen leading a live bitch, band bitch we have the cool same idea. dream but you are living yes. it I love it yeah <laughs> so so that was dream and literally I got this email I went oh okay this is legit what I've been wanting to do and put out there from my from into the universe for five years so I'm doing it and um and yeah so so um i so we, we zoomed and we, we had a little chat about what we do um about my kind of in, inspirations behind the band and my, my whole thing was always about like having like a what if john waters put together a band and divine was, yes. was leading this group uh, but obviously putting that kind of vinegar twist on it so at the moment again it's still very fresh and we're still kind of finding the kind of aesthetic for it but it's very it's very kind of like um glam i call it work, working classy so it's very kind of it's a class it's a class act but there's that kind of like tongue-in-cheek rough diamond in the rough edge to it as well um yeah like jazzy time, cabaret type thing yeah yeah all, all, all the band at the moment are kind of dressed like black and white but they've got like um smudged lipstick over their necks over their faces like 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 i've just sucked them all off and that kind of stuff um, you probably have let's be honest well yeah and there's a couple of girls <laughs> there as well so i was happy to let off it was great so um <laughs> so um so yeah, so so we we've recorded a few songs already. We're going to go back into record a few more um, songs. We're going to be releasing like an EP. And again, it's not it's not like we're we're releasing it on. It's going to iTunes and that kind of stuff. But at the moment, it's more just something just to put out there. Um, and then we go, and we're going to start doing gigs and stuff at like you know, ho- hopefully Mighty Hoopla and festivals and uh, weddings. Like so, it's kind of like this kind of thing where you can hire us to do anything you want. We'll, we'll play all the hits as well but it's very much a really cool kind of 
visual thing as well. And it's like, it's like an extra string to my bow as well uh, to put my love of music and songs and kind of sit and just and do you know what just kind of celebrating great pop pop music and great like camp anthems as well um, and putting it out there in like with our little twist. So yeah, it's great. I'm 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 really excited about it. Well, when you think of camp anthem, one of the first that comes to head to your mind is can't get you out of my head which is is that why you decided to go with like one of the all-time classics and take it in a different direction yeah yeah i think i think when, when, when it came down to it like i'm as much as i think that me and kylie are the same dress size i'm never going to be a kylie minogue impersonator do you, know what I mean? you getting them gold hot pants i'd like to see that i, I think i've got a pair of gold hot pants i mean they're not my crack but you know i've got them <laughs> and, they're, and they're very comfortable they've been missing for months now, I'm wearing them right now, actually, babe. Mm. Oh, well, this call's not on. It's only audio, but now I wish I, it was. No, I was. I'm going to send you pics later. Don't worry. I'll, I'll send you pics. Uh, Ooh, so, I, I can't wait. Uh, oh, uh, babe, it's your, it's your lucky night. Gold. Um, <laughs> I'm talking to a listener going, get a room. We can't. We're in lockdown. We have okay, to wait till December the 2nd. We're gonna get the, the travel lodge down the road in the basement. Um, anyway, <laughs> so um, so yeah, so it was it was I think it was really important to really sh- not not just show off me, but really show off the the actual musicians and how and how great they are as as as, as musicians. And and I think we're, we're only gonna take a song like 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 the Kylie number um, and kind of change it and give it that kind of jazzy twist to it. It just it just adds another layer to it, and it and it works more for me in terms of telling that story of that song and turning it into like a, a vinegar strokes kind of sex number basically so yeah i like i like that we're doing something quite different and we've got a, we've got a few more tracks that are like you, you wouldn't really expect to be like oh my god that's really cool so can you yeah. tell us what they are um i don't know if i can i can well i don't know i'll go on i i, I can tell you one um I don't even know if I can, but I will. So um, we we've actually recorded a version of um, Larue Bulletproof. Oh yes, good. it's really good. Um, the band, Slowed the it down. Sounds, yeah, no, it's 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 up, it's up tempo. It's up tempo again. Um, but it's um, but it's just the band sounds so so good in there. And what's nice is I, I I'm always saying to um to the producers, how about this one? How about this one? So I'm it's it's very kind of inclusive of like my ideas as well so yeah yeah we've got we've got some nice ones coming up over next year and hopefully we, we can go out and do some live shows i think that's when we're going to be really excited to kind of see if the band and see how it works essentially because you know it's, it's all well kind of doing stuff like to, to a camera but when it's live and it's all sweaty and you know it's a proper like concert that's that's what it that's what it gets really exciting for me because i'm a i'm a live queen do you know what i mean I'm very much live. Well, it's exciting because I think for a lot of people, they're going to be surprised to know how good a singer you are. Like, I know because I went to the Drag Race UK tour last year and you absolutely mm. brought the house down. But you didn't get oh, a chance to you. showcase that. Obviously, people who've seen Jamie um, know what you're like on stage more as well. But, like, this is going to, for a lot of people, they're going to be like, what? So it's exciting. They yeah. get to see the side of you. You're it's such so a talented singer. It's really- yeah, it's, thank you. It's really interesting because obviously, you know, as an actor, when I'm doing a musical, you unless unless you get get a chance to play the kind of lead role or a role which has like a big number in in the show, um, you, you know, you you are kind of play, playing the part of the ensemble, uh, which is so important. And I've and, and that's something I've been doing since I was a kid. So I'm very much used to, um, you know. Play, playing a part of of the ensemble voice and lending my, my my voice to choral choral singing, which is which is gorgeous and it's and it's great. And even even like choirs that I was in when I was younger, um, you know, I was always on the on, on, on the baritone line with a bunch of guys, and it was all about kind of blending that with other people. So it's so so the sound collectively sounds beautiful. But there is something really exciting when you get to. Um, kind of do yourself in a way and show and show yourself off um and yeah i think the, the, the drag race tour was really interesting because um essentially it should have gone the order should have gone go, um who went first gothy scaredy then me so it, sh- it should have gone in that order but um 
the the dance captain Austin was literally fighting to get me to open the show um, because you know what I was doing was very much like this is this is the show and this is how it is. So I think oh, a lot of people like, oh my, I, I think a lot of people were like, oh my god, I, can, I can't believe you sing. I'm like, well, of course I sing. Like you know, I'm not. I'm you know, I'm not a. I wouldn't dare kind of be a, a, a lip sync artist because I, I don't I don't connect to lip syncing as much as as much as I do with live singing. I, I, I'd well, rather... You gave some good lip syncs as well, though. In fairness. Oh okay. yeah, I mean <laughs> I, I can do a lip sync, but but you know I wouldn't personally go. I'm going to just walk around and lip sync to. I don't know, Ariana Grande, wherever, because that's just not where I sit, and like it doesn't make my kind of dick hard, essentially, for <laughs> for performing. I wanna, I wanna be giving it like live vocals, a bit of chat, um, you know, and if and if if I sing a few bum notes, that's fine. I'd much rather see someone, you know, do 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 something imperfectly, but it's so fun and so engaging, rather than be like, okay, I'm here now to look pretty, yeah, boring. Um, so yeah, so so it's it, it's it's nice to be able to show off what I can do and um and what I what I'm what I'm capable of. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just briefly mentioned everybody's talking about Jamie. Obviously, the trailer dropped recently for the film. It looks fucking amazing. I just wonder what it's like for you as someone who's been part of the show to see it's going on. It looks like it's going to on to become this big, like hit film. Did you guys get a chance to be part of that or? Um, well, I didn't, um, they, <laughs> which I'm fuming about now, I'm joking, um, they, 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 they auditioned everybody, um, but they went for a different vibe, and obviously they, I think the only people that are in the film from the show, um, if I'm allowed to say, is, um, John, who, who played the original Jamie, I think Leighton's in, in it as well, so they've got the two, the two Jamies in there doing a little cameo moment, um, but I, I saw the trailer, I cried, I was mm. like, this is, because obviously, for me, like, I know, I know obviously, you know, you, you kind of do, do a show, and it's a show, you know. You, you know, it's a job, and it's amazing. Uh, but as as the actor, you know, you, you sometimes after two years, you go right. I'm gagging to do something else, and I definitely was was like that kind of towards the end. I was like, I'm gagging to kind of do other things now rather than just do this. As much as I love it, but you've got to always remember, like that. That was my first ever West End job. I'd work. I'd been. I've been breaking my ass for ten years after drama school. After being told no. After being told you should do. You should do something else. You're not right for this. Um, and so many setbacks and after just kind of working my ass off over the years and going I'm just going to try and do this one one more go one more go um, and then to get a West End job I was like this is incredible and I always said um, you know out of every single show that's out there I'm so glad that Jamie was my was my West End show and if I never do a West End show again I'm so happy that I was part of Jamie especially it's kind of incarnation from Sheffield to the West End, um, and it's a very special show to me. Very oh, special story. The so- the songs mean a lot to me. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot that me- that mean a lot to me um, with that show. And then when when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I'm really really good friends with Max Harwood, who plays Jamie in the film. Um, and I'm I'm so excited for him to kind of have have his moment to to shine and become this massive movie star, this twenty <laughs> movie star. You know, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> You know, um, do I want to ever go back to... Because people keep saying to me, oh, are you going to go back to Jamie? I'm like, no, I'm never going back. Unless they ask me to come and play Hugo, I am never going back to Jamie because I've done it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I feel like one... That's the thing, I feel like when you when you leave something and then go back, it's like, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same. So I think leave it when it's, when it's, when it's good, you know? Well, you say... Um... I mean, it's an amazing show, but you say if I never do another West End show again, but you are doing another West End show, aren't you? I know. You're doing Death Drop. I left Jamie in January and she's back in the West End by Christmas. That's (laughs) that's how we like to do it. In 2020 of all years, the year of no shows. I mean, the year of no work, no shows, nowhere's open. Yet there's a beacon of light in the shape of Nika Burns, who is the owner of the co-owner of Nymax Theatres, who's literally off her own back is putting the West End back on 
back on stage. And then the fact the fact she's taking a pun on, you know, a bunch of drag queens going into one of her theatres to um, to tell us tell a camp story about murder. This is well. If this anyone is doesn't great. know about the show yet, this is Death Drop, which is like being called a Dragatha Christie story Dragatha and it, Christie, how clever how good <laughs> and it's that? courtney act money exchange and yourself is is there anyone i'm missing out or i don't um so um it's courtney act money exchange vinegar strokes kemar bob louis cypher anaphylactic and holly stars there's yeah. several of us um what i love is is that you know the whole cast are professional drag performers we you know each one of us have carved out careers on the scene worked abroad all that kind of stuff obviously some some people have been doing you know huge huge tv shows and that kind of stuff um you know and some and some of us have been doing edinburgh fringe and creating work and that kind of stuff and i think what's so amazing about this show is the fact that we're you know we're bringing drag performers into the west end and it's not just one one person or two people and it's not just you know musical theatre twinks who put a wig on and go I'm now a drag queen because I'm in Kinky Room <laughs> shut up you're, you're not um, shut up um, you slag shut up well, they, 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 they can't even qualify as slags my love they're just that's a compliment tw- they're, just, they're, they're just bottoms and wigs do you know what I mean um, <laughs> I feel very attacked okay very att- <laughs> are, you, are you wearing a wig right now yes yeah, lace front no I'm not something in you as well <laughs> <laughs> then you'll put them in the wig. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, so these are the bona fide, amazing. Who I I respect every single one of them. I'm a fan of all of them um, in their own right. So it's just amazing. So I'm really looking forward to kind of creating this little drag family of of of, of these actors and kind of putting this show on. And I think you know the the response to the show in general, just from just from the public, has been incredible. So I'm so excited oh to see it. I can't wait um, to see it. I've just got a whole bunch of fucking lines to learn. I'm like, wow, this, this and I feel really out of practice, like learning a lot of lines. So I'm like, right, got to knuckle down from Monday onwards. Drag queens are good at doing a lot of lines, in my experience, but um... yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, obviously, we've mentioned a few of the things just then. You've had such an amazing year, especially given the year it's been. Uh, I just wonder, like, how... I don't know how honest you can be about this, but how competitive are you season one queens from Drag Race UK? Because there's a lot of opportunities and, like, it must be a bit like, oh, God, she's got this, she's got this. Or are you all just genuinely, like, happy for each other no matter what it is? Why do you ask me? Because these, listen, listen, this is when I get in trouble because you know me, I can't I can't be asked to be diplomatic sometimes. I'm always like, no, I can't be asked to go, yeah, sure, we, we, we all love it. You know, uh, you know sure. Um, so uh, this is me now getting, I'm sure no one's going to listen to it, it's fine. <laughs> um, like, oh, right. thanks. Right, so, um, so I think, for people who kind of keep an eye on on the drag scene and who's kind of putting stuff out there, you can kind of see who, who who's doing stuff and who's not. Yeah, I think I think that's a given. I think I think if if you said names, I don't need to say she's not working or she's working too much or she's given too much opportunity uh, to um to no yeah I think I think we know people are doing bits and bobs. Um, I think. I don't think you can call it competitive competitiveness, even though I reckon some something wrong is still very much like I would. Oh, she's definitely said I want to get my a song out before before vinegar. I've heard, I've heard her say that uh, from some <laughs> people. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, mine's out today, and still waiting for yours. So yeah, sure. Um, so so competitive. I don't know if we, if we're comparing with each other because we again we're all so so different even the ones who kind of do the same thing where you kind of got me Davina uh, Bagger and the Vivian where we all kind of do the same kind of style of drag where it's where it's all about singing live and doing um and, and talking chatting to the audience comedy and that kind of yeah. stuff all four all, all four of us I mean you saw you, you saw us on the show on the um, on the tour like how even though like you could probably group group us up in the same kind of box of going, they do comedy and talk and live singing. We're all very different. Yeah. Very, very different. Um, 
you know, I so this is the thing. I think, like I said, you can kind of tell who's who's doing stuff and who's not, who's putting the work in, who's not, um, who's probably you know being a bit too. I don't know what the word is. Um, who is? Yeah, who's just who's just kind of been given a lot of stuff and not really. Right to the occasion, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, you you, you can see that. For me, um, the only the only competition that I've got is with myself. I know it's really cliche and really really tacky to say that, but literally, and I've, I say this all the time. I feel like I have to work harder than any one of them, okay? Because of the whole race thing. I know people are gonna be like rolling their eyes. Oh, she said black. She said the race thing, but it's true. Like, no, of course I, it's no, true. That's have, another thing true. this year that no, we've learnt more I than still, anything. I still have the least amount of followers out of all the girls on the show. Yeah, I do way, way more work than, or way more, way more things than than, a lot, than, than probably a lot of them do. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to lean on that as a kind of like a oh, what worries me? But it's true. Like you know, and I have to work harder than anyone else because um, you know, one the. the Fact: The Black Queens are not are not supported as much by um, by a majority of the fans. That's a fact. Um, the Fat Queens are not really uh, supported as much by most of the fans. Fact. Um, I came off the show third. Fact. Um, my 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 looks weren't that. Even though they were camp, they were iconic <laughs> in their own way. They weren't as they weren't as polished and they weren't as 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 they were. Now, like I'm not, I, I I'm not doing the vinegar that I'm doing now. I, I didn't do this this vinegar back then, um, you know, and that's and that's kind of a, a, across the board. So I, I I always feel I have to work a lot harder than than, than I than my counterparts do, but I'm fine with that because I feel like um, the amount of stuff that I've kind of put in, like planted seeds for, um, the amount of contacts I've kind of made over over this year, um, and the amount of projects I'm working on um you know it's for me it's not a short-term thing i'm looking for yeah. the long term so 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 if, if i have to spend a few a couple of months working on one thing i'm happy to do that because i know that if it if it if it works out and it gets picked up or people enjoy it or whatever i know that there's a, there's a long-term reward after that and that kind of lead leads on to something else so i i always so i feel like right now my, you know if i've got my plate in front of me i've got a lot on there but it's a lot of really nice tasty bits on there which I'm really excited about. Um, you know, some of it is still cooking. Some of it is is on the way. Um, but it's there's lots of different things on there which I think are adding a lot of value to what I what I bring to the to the scene and to the into the entertainment biz. But I do feel like I'm still under underrated um, compared to some people um, who are just thrown 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 opportunities and don't live up to the professional side of it you know so well i think a lot of people who in my experience interviewing people when they find fame a lot of times they experience like imposter syndrome like oh do i deserve this like am i just lucky like da 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 but speak hearing your experience it's like you know that you've earned everything that you've got and like all your um achievements and like all the things you've done this year like so i think even though you've had to work harder for it than other people might have at least you can take pride knowing that yeah it's yours and, and that, and that's, yeah that's good thank you for that yeah absolutely and obviously i know that if um you know even though i'm i know that i've got to work a little bit harder for stuff um i am happy to do it i enjoy doing it um and you know i think i had to when when obviously this it's all kicked off with drag race and the whole kind of fame thing happened and you kind of thrust into the limelight um you know it did t- it took me a while to adjust to it of course of course it would i i thank god that i started doing the the, 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 the entertainment stuff when i was younger because i because it, it didn't feel like i was i was going, kind of going into it blind i felt like okay i've done jamie for instance or or, or even not even jamie like even just shows that like in like edinburgh where, where i've done like a little play up there and people come up come up to you afterwards and say oh my god i saw i just saw your show you're amazing and they kind of give you confidence and i kind of it prepares bit, you bit, yeah it, it, it prepares you just for how to 
just just for how to respond in in a situation. Just yeah. just by saying that, just by saying thank you to someone for even taking the time to walk up to you and say, "I just saw your show. I just saw you sing that song, whatever you did, and it was and it was great." Um, just just by saying thank you and not going, "Oh, but yeah, sure, but I'll be shit here and I fell over and, and I shat myself and that kind of stuff." They, <laughs> they don't care about that. They they they've taken their time to come up to you to 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 congratulate you on what you've done. So just say thank you, and I, and it, it took me a little time to go. Okay, cool. I can just say thank you to people who compliment me on my on my terrible outfits on Drag Race. But, um, <laughs> but you know, and just say that, thank you. That that's amazing that you're even that you're even coming up to me. Like you know, um, and look, when when you look at the standard of what Drag Race actually is, the fact that you are coming up to me, messaging me, and whatnot is so for me is is incredible so so yeah it took me a little while just to adjust to that now i'm like this is great um and i can kind of refocus myself on the work side of it because i want i want to turn it into something i want to make this into something massive you know and what oh you already have but but, i mean like like even though even though i know i've got a lot lot of things going and and it's different when you're kind of when, I'm sure you feel this as well when when you're doing stuff as yourself and people are going it's amazing it's amazing amazing but and you always got in your mind like yeah thank you but there's always a part of oh but I need to just work on this quickly to make that even better do you know what I mean so I'm still oh, I'm that's still the kind thing like when you when you get to a certain level you're comparing yourself to people on that level you're not comparing yourself to like where you were before so like people yeah. are like, oh my god, you must be so happy you were on TV with this. But it's like, but you're now comparing yourself yeah. to people who are also been on the show and also done other yeah. things. So like, it kind of. Been... Sorry, go on. No, but that, yeah, that's the thing. It's just even Hollywood stars, they're not like walking around all day smug like, oh my god, I'm a Hollywood star. They're thinking, oh god, Brad Pitt's got this role that I haven't. And I just think, no yeah. matter where you are, no matter where you get, you're always gonna kind of yeah. raise your expectations to meet that level. And let me tell you, and I, ha- and, and I say this every time because it, it's a fact, it really isn't what you do on the show, it's what you're doing afterwards, which is, which is the most yeah, important thing. Definitely. If you're not, no, this, this is why I've spent, I've literally spent the year, like, not, not even a year, it's like two years from, 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 from the day I got eliminated from Drag Race, I went, okay, I need to work on that, I need to work on that. I already decided, I already knew what, what I was going to work on to improve that. Um, you know, that's why, like, I, I look at, like, even today, I was in Drag today. I was like, wow, that my makeup, just for instance, my makeup looks so different from when I did Tag Race. I always think, what if I did this face on Tag Race? Would, <laughs> would, would I have survived? Probably not. But, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, but like, just, just the fact that I've taken the time to, to work on just the makeup or work on yeah. this or, or work on whatever. And it, and it is really what you do afterwards. You can, you can do the best job on, on the show, but if you're not putting on, putting in any work afterwards, unfortunately, it is gonna, it's gonna dry up because there's some, there's some other bitch who probably looks like you, sounds like you from the same place. Uh, does the, does the same kind of act to you who who could do bad on the show, but afterwards they kind of kill it because they yeah. go out there and they and they smash it and and that and that's been a really important thing for me to live by since since doing the show because obviously for me now I can't go back to doing a a, a, a teaching job or a or or, or a restaurant job I you know I can't do it like I I could but I feel like I've got this amazing platform. Um, which isn't which isn't even just about me. It's about all those little kind of like brown kids who are looking at me, going, "How is this brown queer guy from London doing all of this? And why am I being inspired by it?" Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's there, there are people out there, and this and it's important. So for me, like it really like coming third, going out third off the show for me was like. Yeah, sure. At the time, devastating. I wanted, I wanted to stay in and do do snatch game and that kind of stuff, but that was, but for, but that was all kind of like for for, for the selfish reasons of me, me, me. Whereas yeah. when you come out afterwards and you and you and you get get yourself out there and you're talking and you're doing stuff and you're doing small things, big things, medium things, whatever. Um, you know, you realise that people are always watching, and I always feel like. You know, people are watching every single thing you're doing, everything you're posting, everything you're saying. Um, doesn't mean you, you, you have to censor yourself. You can, you know, in my opinion, say, 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 say what you want, do what you want within reason. But um, but you have to put 
put work in afterwards and that's the most important time because that that work is what makes you get stuff out of out of this experience yeah. and i must say like, I've, I've you know i don't i don't think i'll be doing half the stuff i would have been um, I would have got on my plate if I hadn't have just come out and gone, I'm just going to hit the ground running, improve on what I need to improve on, being for me being the makeup and the kind of drag aesthetic um, and, find, and finding who Vinegar actually is from a looks point of view. And again, she, she, she will always evolve, always evolve, which I think is great. Um, but yeah, like I said, it is what you do afterwards. And that's why that's why when we talk about the girls from my season, I have to say it as it is, some of us are, are working, some of us are not. And, and the people who are not, um, the, the couple of people who, who aren't, I say couple one, um, is the is because there's just no work be, being put in to uh, to kind of elevate a, a a brand that people want to engage with in a, in in a in a long term kind of way. So yeah. Well, one of the things that surprised me um, about the season was because you did all seem like really close or at least like to have a really important like understanding that you were the first and you were a gang. But then after the season, like the Vivian and Davina seemed to, the feud that was on TV that I thought was just on TV has really ran and ran and it seems to be really genuine and there seems to be like a proper no love lost thing. Like what's your take on that whole drama? I mean, (laughs) I mean, this is like a, I mean, I was shocked they, they even knew each other before. I was telling Davina about this, and she was like, you do you do know that we knew each other for 10 years? And I was like, are you joking? Like, and she was like, yeah, like, like we never spoke on the show. And I was like, are you fucking joking? You knew each other for 10 years. That's ridiculous. So, you know, they, you know, Men in wigs. Let's just talk about men in wigs, non-binary <laughs> people in wigs, whatever. There's always going to be a little bit of crazy there somewhere, <laughs> you know. Um, and I do, and I just think, I think Vivian and Davina are, are actually quite similar in the way that they, they're, they're probably quite similar, um, but they butt heads in that kind of way, and it's fine. Like I think, you know. Sally and Jim in the office probably don't like each other, and that's fine. They still go on with the job. They they're still civil with each other. I think it's hilarious when they're kind of kicking off each other on Instagram or sorry, on Twitter and that kind of stuff, um, and getting egged on by the fans. But it, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They're just they're just not friends, I suppose. Or or, or and, it, and it's a shame because you know, these two are the ones who really know what it's like to really go go through the kind of drag race experience and also go through the kind of drag experience of having a career way beforehand yeah way, way before way before drag race even existed um or maybe not existed but you know um so yeah it's i think it's a shame but you know what it is what it is it's not my route i, I like them both um and you know i think i think that they're, they're both they're both pretty cool um but it is a shame that they don't really see eye to eye on things but i think it's just the clashing of the titans as it were <laughs> <laughs> you know and from our meeting before vinegar i know that you i mean well you announced it on the show you're a total slag but i know i know from meeting you that it's actually quite true how has fame affected how, your love life how dare you <laughs> oh my god how dare you <laughs> I am, yeah, I do, you know, you know, I enjoy the, um, the caressing of a, of a gentleman <laughs> now and again, um, and again and again and again. Preferably um, now. Yeah. Lockdown, hasn't it been awful? Hasn't lockdown just been awful? Like, just want to, you just want to go out and have a shag, really, don't you? Or just or have, a, or have a hug, have a cuddle. Um, I, I, I downloaded, um, Tinder recently as well. I was like, let me just. Uh, I grind. I was like, grind around my area is fucking lame. So I was like, let me just download Tinder for a bit. And my God, people are. In, well, this is what I always get. I always get, is it you? Because people can't believe. People can't believe that vinegar strokes are dating. I'm like, what are you on about? Like, a girl's got to eat. Come on. Um, but they can't believe I'm on it. Like, I'm, so, I'm like, if I'm everyone. I was in Birmingham as well the other week. Um, 
last week and uh, people were like and this guy popped up and went look if you're going to if you're going to catfish using vinegar strokes these pictures make sure you do it with someone who's not famous in our community you are scum and i was like oh my god this is hilarious because that's a compliment but not very useful to you I know, I'm very flattered that you think that someone is going to use my pics. This point put myself down. But someone's going to use my pics to catfish someone. Okay, cool. I must be gorgeous. Um, <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah, I think, um, I think I've set up a few, like, random dates with people. But again, like, I had, I, I've had a couple of dates. I, I, I had a date during, like, the summer, during August. And I was like, hi. And I, and I was like, oh. And already I was not really into him because I was like, oh, you don't actually look like your pics that much. So we go for this lovely roast. It was gorgeous. And then... Um, spit and then, Oh, God, don't. <laughs> no, stop, Sorry. stop. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it off air. Um, so <laughs> I was like... I, so literally, it just turned to like a meet and greet. It just turned, it just turned to a meet and greet. Oh shit! Just asking about Drag Race. Well, yeah, I can ask about me as well, but like a lot of time, it's very much like, oh, so tell me more about RuPaul, right, Michelle. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like part of me goes, I'm, I don't mind talking about like Michelle, RuPaul, that kind of stuff on the show, but like, one, I'm not really allowed to talk about a lot of stuff, so I can't tell you everything anyway. So boring. Um, and it's boring to me. Come on, let's talk normally. Um, so yeah, so a lot of a lot of times I'm very cautious to be like, is this a date or is it a meet and greet? And if it's a meet and greet, I am busy. Sorry, but I'm busy. Um, so yeah, dating's interesting for the moment. But again, during lockdown, I haven't really had time to really focus on it. Um, but I've had a few nice chats, a few, a few cockpits. Nice. Um, I sent you those, I believe, actually. Very big as well. You Thank you. Big, Tell big, the world. Packing, <laughs> packing, packing for, for, for a short guy, which is, um, which is good. <laughs> it's all about proportions, proportionizing. I'm, yeah, but you're like gargantuan proportionized. Like it's too big. <laughs> people are like, is this true? Oh, you're not the first to say it. I doubt you'd be the last, honestly. It's the girth to length ratio. I love how I make this sound really real. It's the girth to length ratio. This won't be edited out, don't worry. This will be kept in. I'll put it in, babe. That's um, what they all say. If, if you go to the website, if you go to the website, you, you can catch. Um, I'm literally saying, go to the website, guys. You, you can get some full-on picture, 3D. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually my nickname. Um, well, oh. vinegar. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you you are an absolute superstar. Uh, you don't need me to tell you that. But um, thank you so much for coming back on the show. And updating us on another successful way. year for you. And, and then, do you want me to come back? And when when am I back? You want me to come back in six months? Or I think tomorrow would be great. Um, if that's okay, because the rate you're going, there'll be lots to update on. No, <laughs> I have something. I have something very big coming. Oh, that sounds good. Something, <laughs> is this about me again? Very. There, this is your this is your penis. This, your penis is coming. No, um, um, there's something very, very like massive happening next year. I literally can't announce it just yet. Are you the um, new president of the of America? I'm playing Kamala Harris in the film Biden. That's what that's, that's what I'm doing. Oh my, I would love that. Wouldn't that be Cam? No, um, no. There's something very like cool coming next year. I mean, it's cool for me because it's because it, it's very kind of um, the, theatrical and that kind of stuff. Um, people, people, people might be like, "Oh, that's lame," but actually, like, it's in terms of like an actor, it's a big deal. So um, you better be tell announced. me off air. I want to know. Okay, I'll tell you if you send me three nudes, and then I'll and then I'll tell you. Okay. Deal. Right. We better wrap uh, this up then. <laughs> Vinegar Strokes, thank you so much for coming on United Queendom again. We love you so much. Uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye, love. Bye. Oh, pictures, lovely. <laughs>